I have a confession to make. I currently have a baby book sitting in my nightstand full of my son's pictures, and yet it's completely empty and unfinished. And mind you, my son just turned three, and I still have not captured or written down anything in his baby book. It was something that I kept documenting the important dates and kept the pictures that I loved, and I knew I was going to get to it, and one nap time I would sit down and actually fill it out, but I still have never touched it. And here I am now expecting my second baby, and I don't know if there's going to be hope for the second one actually getting a baby book. And when I think back on my own childhood, I'm sure my parents kept a baby book, You know, where they write down my first word, first step, when you get your first tooth, all the fun first milestones, except I don't think I've ever seen an actual baby book. I know they for sure have a calendar that they've marked the important dates of when I said my first word or when I got my first tooth. So that's a step above what I've done for my son, but it's not an actual book. And I don't know if that was intentionally done or if, you know, it was kind of like me, it was just easier to keep the easy milestones. And you just get to a point where you realize memories are more important than actual calligraphy dates recorded on stationary paper and these baby books that are often hyped up. Now they may not have an actual baby book, but my parents definitely have baby pictures of me lots. There's the good, the bad, ugly, embarrassing, you name it. You know, every season of life, there are pictures to document the lovely season that I was going through. And the first year of my life, looking at the pictures, I very much resembled a butterball turkey with no neck or wrists. I had very profound cankles and better yet, on top of being a 10 pounder baby, I had all the wrinkles, all the fat rolls, and I was the child that never crawled. (laughs) You could call me master of the butt slide or the booty scoot expert, or if you want to just simply state it, you know, a bump on a log, but I just, I didn't crawl. And I don't know if that's because my sister was seven years older than me. And so maybe she carried me around a lot. Um, but I, I wasn't a crawler. And I do know my sister tells me I cried a lot as a baby. And sometimes I guess you could attribute this to her. She, when I was a small baby, dropped me on my head accidentally. And once again, I just envision a seven-year-old trying to carry around this giant baby. And I'm sure it resembled like a butterball turkey just sliding out of your hand on Thanksgiving morning and like hitting the kitchen floor. I know every Thanksgiving when we are preparing our turkey, that's like always the fear is don't drop the turkey. But when I was a child, I was dropped. (laughs) There's no, you know, true disaster, but it's just kind of a funny story to look back on and hear. And that great butterball fiasco happened 30 years ago. And I can't help but wonder how I will look back on my life 30 years from now. 
you know, as a 60-year-old, what will I say about the days when I was a young mom just trying to make it through the exhausting season of motherhood? You know, will I laugh at the memories of my 20s or long for the curiosity and innocence of my childhood? I've definitely had my share of so-called butterball fiascos, you know, the ones where life has slipped through my hands and lessons had to be learned the hard way, but they were also the momentous lessons that I learned in the moment and I can remember the exact time that the knowledge was gained. I think of these moments like times of touching a hot stove or rear-ending a car or seeing a friend's smile as I deliver a plate of fresh hot cookies. They're very easy to pinpoint the exact day and time that they happened. And in addition to the butterball fiascos, you know, we've all experienced those lessons that are just painfully drawn out and they take time. They don't have an actual start and finish date. You know, I can see looking back on the last 30 chapters of my life, there have been lessons that God has woven through my life story to be refined and gleaned time and time again. You know, often these instances are hard to define when you're living out the present page. You know, your current day, you might not see the lesson that you're learning, but the theme can be identified when you take a step back and read the entire chapter and you look back on a certain season of life and you see those lessons that have been learned. You know, lessons like forgiveness, selflessness, grace, patience, Maybe you're like me. Maybe you either are the butterball baby yourself or you've experienced these so-called butterball fiasco moments. I'm positive if we compared notes, we have definitely learned some of the same life lessons along the way. And in addition, we definitely have learned very different ones. Our life stories look different. And that's the beauty. Life stories... There are no two exact the same. Every story is different. However, I will say, even though every story is different, every story exists for the same purposes. I think those are to reflect the greater story of redemption, to refine and perfect our faith, and ultimately, those stories are there to bring glory to Him. I can confidently rely on him to orchestrate and teach me with every plot twist he has penned. Recently, my discipleship group has been working through the book of Hebrews. And when I think back on confidently relying on him throughout my life story, I'm always drawn to the verse of Hebrews 4.16. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace in the time of need. And by God's grace, these butterball fiascos or these, you know, in-between chapters, that's where the character development takes place. Lessons are learned and our author knows the perfect ending to our stories and why he has given these lessons in the first place. I can be encouraged and confident that I have one guiding me through life's ups and downs. I want to look back to the very last chapter, and even though I have tried time and time again to write my own story, there was a developed and deepened love being taught to me through God, my author and perfecter of faith. So today, I just want to encourage you, no matter 
what life lesson you are currently learning and whatever chapter you're in of your story, that your story serves an ultimate purpose and those hard lessons of life that we are learning are there for a reason. I want to end with a quote by Paul Tripp from New Morning Mercies. Thankfully, I'm not the author of my own personal story. Your story isn't an autobiography either. Your story is a biography of wisdom and grace written by another. Every turn he writes into your story is right. Every twist of the plot is for the best. Every new character or unexpected event is a tool of his grace. Each new chapter advances his purpose. So if you're listening this morning, know that your story matters, the lessons you're learning matter, and that God has something bigger planned for you.